Hi there everyone, it's Katie from Adami Wellness. I'm a natural health practitioner and a mindful meditation coach. Today is Monday, June 3rd, 2019, and it's time for your weekly dose of natural health. Tonight we're talking about five signs you're struggling with stress. I want you to understand that this does not mean that you're having a little issue keeping up with your stress. The struggle I'm talking with you about tonight is the real struggle that may cause serious health issues for you without you even knowing it. These five simple to recognize signs are ones that you may have been having for a while now, but don't even realize they're due to stress. So let's get into it. I want to start with our bodies are an amazing work of art. We are designed to be able to handle quite a bit before we start having problems. There is, however, our point where our bodies just can't handle everything we're throwing at it day to day. I'm sure most of you listening have heard that stress is one of the most uh, the leading causes of heart attacks and strokes every year. This is because our bodies aren't built for prolonged stress, and they have tried to tell us that it was enough was enough, but we didn't listen. There are many symptoms that you're getting too stressed out, and here are the five of the simplest ones that people overlook all the time. Our first symptom, fatigue. This one's the easiest one to ignore and most of us have. We look at being tired as we've had a long day and we didn't sleep as much as we should the night before. It has ceased to be a symptom we take seriously these days. Most of the time we don't even tell our doctors about being tired all the time. What this kind of chronic tiredness or fatigue should be seen as as an early warning sign that there is something going on. This is when we should be taking a stock of a few things. So let me give you an idea here of how to take stock, all right? First, look at the amount of time you're sleeping at night. Now, some of you may be tempted to cheat on this one. The amount of time that you sleep is not the same as the amount of time you're sitting in bed watching TV, reading a book, or other activities. The amount of time you sleep is counted from one hour after you fall asleep until 30 minutes before you wake up each morning. This is because it takes your body a bit to reach full relaxation to allow sleep to happen and because it takes a bit for your system to get going again in the morning. So how much do you really sleep? If you're getting between six to eight hours, then it's not a lack of sleep and you should keep assessing with the next step, okay? Second, are you working hard when you're this tired? Look, I go hunting almost every other weekend from the end of September to the beginning of February every year, okay? There's a lot of hiking and physical activity, and it's all done outdoors. So when I come home at the end of that weekend, I am exhausted. One could even say fatigued. So are you doing that kind of physical labor? Are you working outside? If that's the case, then try setting aside some time during the day to take a break, rehydrate, and then get back at it. If that's not the case, let's keep assessing this fatigue thing, okay? Finally, your schedule. What does that look like? How much are you splitting yourself up in the 24 hours we call a day? Are you getting pulled in a bunch of different directions at once? Do you find that there's little to no time to yourself? Are you always working? This, my friends, is a stress problem waiting to blow up. I know, I hear you. 
but everything on my list has to get done. Okay, so it has to get done. But does it have to get done by you? Can you distribute the list a bit to others in your family, the office, different organizations you're part of? Look, my friends, it comes down to this. You have to have time for yourself in order to stay healthy. If you're constantly working, running, and being superhuman, then you'll become stressed and your fatigue is trying to tell you to slow down. So take some time out for yourself, guys. If none of these are going on, you need to look at what might be coming around and stressing you out. Are there problems in your family life? Are there problems at school? Are there problems at work? Keep assessing until you find really why you're sleepy and tired and fatigued all the time. If you can't figure it out, see a doctor. Our next symptom is frequent urination. Okay, ladies, I hear you. This can be a sign of many issues with us women, right? Pregnancy, just had a child, urinary tract infections. Hey, guys, that could be you too. And the list continues. However, it can also be a sign of too much stress. So here's the test for this one. First, are you drinking something all day long? And is it just running through you? If you're like me, this is more than likely an explanation for the frequency. I sit at my desk between eight to nine hours a day, planning content for podcasts, Facebook pages, websites, and more. You'll very rarely see me without something to drink somewhere on my desk. Right now, I have a two liter of water sitting here. This is because it's warm in my office and I like to stay hydrated. Yet, what goes in must come out. Are you drinking more than usual? If the answer is yes, then keep, uh, start keeping a salty or carb-packed snack with you. I keep things like jelly beans or crackers, that kind of stuff. This will help absorb the extra fluid that you're putting into your body and give you a bit of energy punch too. If you're not drinking more than usual, then it's time to assess the stress thing again. This could be your body's way of telling you it had too much stress. Our third symptom. This one's going to catch you a little off guard, okay? The increased number of accidents. Okay. So this one may seem a little obvious, but let's explore it anyway. If you're not like me and are a graceful person and finding yourself a bit more accident prone, you should check your stress level. This may seem like something everyone would do, but most people just ignore this and refer to our first sign, fatigue. In other words, they're tired, so accidents happen. And as we all know, most of those accidents happen because our attention is being taken off the task at hand. We're spending too much time thinking about other things rather than thinking about what we're doing. This busy mind, as it were, is a sign of prolonged chronic stress. This is a sign that you need to start reassessing what's going on in your life and how are you handling things? What I find when this happens to me is I've gone too long without taking time for myself. Now I spoke earlier about how I like to hunt every year. This makes me take time for myself during the winter, but what about the rest of the year? I have, lit I have to literally schedule time in my days to force myself to do something. 
I mean, seriously, it's in my phone. I, it sends me all kinds of notifications all day long. Whether it's to read a few chapters in a book, write a little bit for fun, play a game on Facebook or what have you. Yet, it's when I ignore those reminders for these activities too many times that I find myself being more accident prone than I already was to begin with. This is a sign for me that I need to de-stress. It should be that sign for you. If you're having more accidents, take time for yourself. Our next symptom, feeling of overload or overwhelm. This is the feeling that goes with too much stress. This is that chronic too much stress feeling. You can feel like you're about to blow up because you have so much to do. This feeling goes hand in hand with development of depression and anxiety due to stress. It is that feeling when you have so much to do and so often you seem to never get it all done. We all know this feeling and we know that we should do something, but instinctively, something about it instinctively, I'm sorry, reading from my notes, but more often, we just don't plug into that and hope that we can get all things done. The best way I've found to make this feeling go away is to break things up into order of importance. I have a board. On my board, the most important things that must get done today are in red ink. Things that yeah, might be able to wait till tomorrow are in yellow. And then there's a whole section of green where they need to get done. Just, they're not a priority. So they'll get done when they get done. Okay. You know, there are just things that we all put on our list every day that we feel like we have to get done because somebody else can. We don't have to be like everybody else. We don't have to do things like everybody else. Okay. This system works for me. You know, the red, the yellow, the green, it works for me. It may not work for you, but find a way to prioritize these things. Distribute these things with your family. You know, you don't have to do everything by yourself. Okay. Just like we talked about the scheduling. You don't have to do everything by yourself. It causes this overload and overwhelm feeling. This is a big sign that you're under too much stress. And when you're feeling like this, it's time to take a step back, reprioritize, and then see where you need to go from there. Now, the fifth one, this is the one everybody knows. Okay. Chest pains. So, We've hit all of the ones that we can fix just by tweaking our habits, but here's the big one. When you have chest pains, there are two main causes. First, you can have a panic attack. And if you're diagnosed with anxiety or depression, that's probably what's going on. You know better than to push yourself too hard, but again, we're in a run, 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 busy, busy, busy world. So we do it. You should also know that there are more stress that, uh, there are more stress you're under, the more stress you're under, the more chances you are to have one of these uh, panic attacks, okay? I would not recommend a panic attack for anybody. I've had them. They're not fun. 
And depending on how they show up, it can be anything from tightness in the chest to just outbursts of anger. And nobody likes it. Okay. Next, we have the big one. Chest pains, heart attack, call 911. Oh no. This could be a small infarction or a life-threatening attack. The kicker about heart attacks is you don't know really which one it is till it's too late. Now, so here's the deal. We all know because we're told from a young age that stress causes heart attacks, but why? Well, here it is. Chronic prolonged stress excretes two chemicals called adrenaline and cortisol into our systems. These two chemicals cause blood pressure to rise, breathing to come, become more erratic, and for our heart to work overtime. The added use of our heart can cause the attack because the heart goes into panic as well and it begins to beat erratically. This is a heart attack. This is why after heart attacks, people are told to stay away from prolonged stress to go home and relax because it'll happen again and again and again until it's too late and it stops happening. And by the time it stops happening, there's usually a box involved. So provided you live through the first one, you need to take that as a big sign. Hey, look, I need to slow down. So learning these other four that we talked about, as the early warning signs can actually save your life because once you learn what those other four look like and feel like for you you can stop before you get to the chest pain stage you know look the whole reason i do all of this is i want everybody to live a healthier lifestyle i want people to live long healthy wonderful happy lives and if you're pushing yourself too far and you get past the other four symptoms and hit chest pains, there's a good chance you're not going to make it. But look, not all stress is bad. Some stress can save your life, like the stress and fear you feel in a dangerous situation. But for the most part, prolonged chronic stress is a bad thing. It can cause all kinds of physical problems. It is better to see it happening and get it fixed before it becomes the chest pains. There are plenty of ways of doing this and getting things under control. You could take some time for yourself. I know I'm asking you to add something to that 24 hours, but just five minutes. Prioritize your list of things that you do, even delegate them to others. If needed, get some medical help. There are other options that we will be exploring in next week's episodes, Breath Awareness Meditation. If you have any questions about any of this or anything else that I do as part of my business, please don't, uh, please don't hesitate to give me a call. I'll leave the number there in the, in the notes for this. And make sure you always subscribe to our podcast. That way you don't miss a single episode. By the way, you can check us out on Facebook. It's Adami Wellness, and I'll leave you a link to our brand new group, Stress Less. We're getting ready to do a Stress Less in five days. It's going to be happening on June 17th. We start at 7 p.m. every night that week. 
check it out get signed up you guys have a wonderful week and we'll see you next time